We were somewhere around Marpa, on the edge of the desert, when the nerves began to take hold. I remember saying something like, I swear, when we get to the venue, you're going to hop out of your wheelchair in excitement. Suddenly there was a terrible roar, and the sky was filled with what looked like huge clouds, all dark and filled with rain about to descend onto the Winnebago, which was going about 72 miles an hour with the windows open to an undisclosed location across the street from the second annual Cannon Matters Comic Con in McMillanville, Arizona. And a voice was screaming, Since when the fuck does it rain in the desert? Then it was quiet again. My co-host had taken his seatbelt off and was pouring whiskey down his throat to facilitate the recording process. What the hell are you yelling about? He muttered, staring up at me with his eyes bulged and bloodshot from the third fifth of the afternoon. Never mind, I said. It's your turn to drive. I hit the brakes and aimed the great brown beast towards the shoulder of the highway. Then I began driving again when I remembered that this Winnebago did not have hand controls and he couldn't work the brakes. Lucky for us, Mark Hamill hadn't canceled on us. His publicist said he would meet us after a panel that was running late. We entered the venue. I gave my fake name, as I always do. Here's 50 bucks. Give us a spot after the headliner. My name is Mark Marin. My show is The Fickle Fanboys. Read this when you bring us up. A hack bastard comedian named Quesadilla was finishing his set, and we were on right after. But that's when the problems began. So then Professor X says... That's your ex, man! (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I have been Mickey Quesadilla. Be sure to pick up the Sawlack shot glass that you can get from the bar. Thank you very much. You've been a lovely audience. I am Mickey Quesadilla. Good night. (laughs) Yeah! Mickey Quesadilla, everybody! Well, folks, I know we said that Mickey Quesadilla was the headliner of the show tonight, but looks like we have one more special act for you. Seems there was a little bit of a mix-up at the Comic-Con across the street, but here for their live podcast recording and Q&A session is the one and only Reverend Jack and RBF, the Fishing Fanboys. Oh, sorry. The Fickle Fuckboys. Who the hell is that? You say I'm just move, just move, keep I know, I know that it's bad. Let's make it, let's make it work. Let's wait. All we have to do is just talk until Hamill gets here. He'll do everything. He's fine. Look at him, look like a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> you just want to leave. I hate this bar. I mean, I'm, I don't even know who you guys are. Yo, let's get out of here. Give me a fucking break. And while you're at it, give me a bucket. <laughs> I mean, I, I literally told him. I told him what the name of the show was. I handed him a piece of paper. How do you fuck that up? You gotta be fucking kidding me is what you gotta be fucking... Oh, Jesus. <coughs> Where the... What's going on? I'm sorry, I'm still a little hungover. Uh, thanks to my buddies, Mr. Jameson, Mr. Bean, Mr. Walker. Well, uh, as you can tell, we are uh, officially 
underway with our first live podcast recording. This is our first uh, on the road show, if you will. So it's very exciting. Although we've never really actually even approached the road. So I mean, there's that too. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. A very good point. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, uh, I my, my name is Reverend Jess, not Reverend Jack. Let's give him the full treatment. The full treatment? Yeah, all right. <clears throat> hey, everybody, and welcome to the Fickle Fanboy. Fickle Fanboys. There's two of us. Damn it! I was this close to getting away with that. All right, Fickle... Welcome to the Fickle Fanboys. Had it your way. I am RPM. And as always, with me, the only man to get a Dear John letter from Typhoid Mary, Reverend Jess. How's it going, folks? It's me, Reverend Jess. Yeah, that's me, not Jack. Not Jack. Jess. Like Jesse James. Yeah, I know. No, I'm telling that to these fucking people because they don't even realize that like he misspelled our names. Uh, and and as he said, it's the f- yeah he's the fickle. We're the fickle fanboys, not the fishing fanboys, and also not the fickle fuckboys. Uh, yeah, um, this is actually looking out at these guys. This is a pretty good crowd, man. You done good. Uh, it's good to see everybody. Uh, look, look at this shit. What is this like? Thirteen, fourteen people. Fifteen, if you count the guy behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's not a lot. What is, what's the deal, guys? Did your, did your day pass expire for the, for the con? Or? Yeah. No, I got okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, how long was that fucking ride, man? Well, uh, you know, as, as I'm sure you're aware, we are in McMillanville, Arizona, which is about a, a an, an eighteen hour trip for us. You should have stayed at home. So. I think I might have blacked out after about hour four. <coughs> COVID call. He's he's kidding. He's kidding. We're we're both fully vaccinated. I swear. Yeah. Well, I define fully. Uh, anyway, anyway. Oh man, it's but it's really. I'd say it's good to be here, but at that point, it's pretty much good to be anywhere. Yeah, he doesn't get out of the house very much. No, I'm just saying that this is so far down on the uh, rung of where I want to be that if I'm here, it's just good to be anywhere at that point. I've, I've lived long enough that uh, it's it's just nice to see a, a freaking new day. That's uh, Yeah, that's definitely fair. I, I completely understand. For those of you that don't know... Uh, your host here is not in the best uh, best physical shape, as you can tell from the wheelchair. He didn't start off in the wheelchair. I did not. Uh, he lost his legs due to type two diabetes. No, what are you then? I'm not crippled or I'm just lazy. Ladies and gentlemen, your host of this podcast, you may not recognize him because he's had extensive plastic surgery done. But the gentleman sitting to my 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 direct left here is the one and only. Wolford Brimley from The Thing. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, anyway, for those of you that don't know, we uh, we are a podcast. You, what do you think the uh, the sign out there that said the Fickle Fanboys podcast would give away? Well, I mean, it didn't. It hasn't said that for long. I'm. You, I wrote. I wrote it on. Yeah. I wrote. I grabbed some chalk and wrote it on there right before we get like right after we got here. Shit. So. Yeah, the backwards F really should have been a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, well, it should have been, but then again, it just wasn't. 
But yeah, this is a this is a great venue. Why don't you uh, tell this audience, even though uh, they they know, and our audience listening at home, uh, where we are right now? McMillanville, Arizona. Uh-huh. And and uh, we are we are at the one and only the. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. You're right. The Hurley's Golden Nugget, across from the very beautiful, luxurious Strip Mine Motel, Hotel, Casino, and Convention Center. Not to mention. Gas station. Yeah, there's a they got oh, yeah, they have really good, really good fried chicken there, and uh, it's very, yeah. very Captain Spaulding esque. Yeah, it really kind of is, which is both uh, endearing and kind of disturbing. Yeah, honestly, uh, you know, really, I did not expect the uh, venue to be so small when I booked the convention, uh, the convention gig. I was told that it was going to be a pretty pretty decent turnout definitely way more fans than we uh, get even weekly well i was just kind of pulling your leg about the oh, 14 15 people in here no this is our biggest crowd ever of course it's our only crowd ever but still i mean and to be you fair you gotta though, start somewhere you gotta start yes somewhere. but to be fair though what were you expecting when this is the second annual canon matters well i mean the first one was pretty big and the first the first being in Bum, Croatia? I mean, I well, guess. I mean, that's international, you know? It's exciting. Yeah, well, it's international. I don't... You'd have to kind of go down the street around the corner and tug a little harder to get me to admit to exciting. I'm just saying, man, we're on a, we're, um, we're on a convention. You know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty big deal for us, you know? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, let's see here. Uh, what are... Do we just go right into the? You want to just go right in? Although you know, let's now let's talk about the casino and motel and God knows what else across the street. Just give them, we'll give them a little bit of yeah, flow. yeah, just a little bit. Um, I mean, they're not sponsoring us, and they 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 literally didn't even have a room for us, so we have to sleep in the Winnebago. But but yeah, let's let's plug them. I guess sponsor. What do you think the um, budget is for such advertising around here? Twenty five cent. 50 cents? Probably around that. I mean, the, this place is so damn tiny and secluded that the town whore, I mean, you you know Chelsea, you met her outside, you know. They used to call her Chase for short. Now they, uh, <laughs> well, just not for long. Let's just put it that way. You know, and this place is, it's really, I mean, I, I would say it's a shithole, but it'd have to improve. Uh it's, it's just listen. I know this isn't the greatest venue. I'm, I'm kind of glad we're staying at. Kind of glad we're staying at the Winnebago in the Winnebago. I mean, fair, but but you know, maybe we should just hold off on the fucking you know, like attacking the place that was kind enough to give us a gig. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, it's like don't get me wrong. These people, I'm sure these people don't actually live here. I know. live here. Wait, oh, wait, you you do? So do I. Why? Like what? There's this this like one street here. Where do you live? Do you live above the bar? Yes, I do, and I was born here. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. Why all they serve is curdled milk? Well, you know, it's it's, yeah. I mean, this is it's not. I mean, it's not the biggest place. So what's the deal? Like, is it like a studio apartment or something? Like everything all contained to one room? Because it looks like there's only room for one room That's up there. None of your damn business. Yeah, mind your own business. Ridiculous. All right. Uh, so moving on, moving to what we were talking about. Are you sure you want to move on? Because I mean, I can go on for a little bit longer than about that fucking shithole. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just clear out. Let's clear out the goddamn place. We give it a shit. Go for it. 
you know, I actually saw the town drunk. Um, in fact, I think that was actually who he was talking to right there. Uh, he stumbled up to his room, put his key in the door, and broke the fucking window. I swear to God, there's, what is this vaudeville shit? Like, I swear to God. Hey, man, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Baggy pants comedian fuck. It's <laughs> cute that you think I'm wearing pants. Dude, put those on, seriously. Just because just because someone's here cosplaying as a fucking you know nineteen sixties Robin and he doesn't have any pants on doesn't mean that's acceptable for you too. Uh, jokes on you! I don't think that's actually a costume. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, obviously, this isn't what the show actually is. You know, we don't we don't usually just riff. Uh, no, no. I just once I finally was able to track down. They don't even have a website, but I was able to track down some pictures of this place. Uh, well, about. Two or three days ago, and actually, I just had to get rid of my material so, that I wrote on the way here. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, it was uh, it was not what we were expecting. You know, I thought Arizona would be a little bit more entertaining than this, but it, it is what it is. You know, we're in Arizona. We are California adjacent. There's legal weed right above, right up, right across the border. You know. Wait. Entertaining? This is entertaining. I mean, look at this. We're in the oh, middle. Of, we're in the middle of nowhere, in a town literally named for the guy who helped found it, then gave up his stake in the town. Found out that his land had been worth millions more than he gave it up for, and then ate his own gun. If that's not if that's not exciting, I don't know what is. It's a very happy place, 100%. Their history is very rich and very very exciting. But that's, that's not what we're here to talk cool. about. Uh, the show is not usually like this. Right right now, we're just sort of stalling, uh, kind of waiting for our, our special guest to arrive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready, and, man. What? Yeah, that, that was basically the plan. Um, you know, unfortunately, we had, a, we had a little bit of a mix-up. So, guys, a little bit of a background. Uh, you know, if you don't know... Uh, earlier on in the season, we had uh, a, a very special episode where we did a live reading of the original script of, of Star Wars New Hope. We had Joe Rogan on. We had Kevin Smith. Um, something happened, uh, you know, just a weird technical glitch or something like that, uh, and we lost everything. So ever since then, it's just sort of been playing catch up to try and get everything back on, you know, on track. But uh, but yeah, it's just been a bad time. But. Uh, I went through the trouble of booking this venue and booking everybody back, but a couple things happened. Stuff came up with Joe Rogan. He couldn't make it. Um, and I gave Kevin Smith some shit about giving away one of his movies as an NFT, and uh, now he won't the, talk to me. The man who so, pretty much do anything and will talk to damn near anybody. He, yeah, he turned us down. He turned us down, yeah. Hell, um... Hamill? Uh, the good news is Hamill is on his way. In fact, oh shit. It, ladies and gentlemen, uh, right there now, coming through the door uh, to join us on this stage here is the one and only Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker, say hello to Mark Hamill. Oh, a crowd of 15 people. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm gone. <laughs> and there he goes. Oh. Okay. Fuck. Uh, were you? It was very clear in this moment to me that we were at the darkest part of our journey. Luckily, my co-host had no idea because he was still recovering from his booze binge earlier in the day. But there we sat, on the center stage of a dive bar, in the middle of a ghost town, 
abandoned by the hero of the Jedi Order. What a greedy bastard. I had to think quickly. Luckily, I came prepared. I reached into the pocket of my button-down Hawaiian shirt and pulled out the slip of paper containing the subtopic I had decided on for the show. How long could we maintain? Here we were in the middle of a fucking nerd zoo. And somebody was giving booze to these goddamn things. Yeah, yeah, here's... Grab this piece of paper. Alright, well, luckily... We got a hell of a show for you. I'll put that. This isn't good. I'm following Mark out. The panel, you know, you had some ideas. I had some ideas. And we kind of agreed, finally, that the topic of conversation should be Comic-Cons and Entertainment Expos. And yeah. I'm even going to throw wrestling uh, autograph signings and things of that nature. You know, the, the Legends Fest. Lump them all into one. Yeah. A mighty case of hero worship or just another ultimate cash grab. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like that's a very fitting topic for what uh, what we're what's with what's going on today, obviously. Um, I think it's pretty clear that everyone here in the audience probably really enjoys conventions and, and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean it only makes sense that we uh, question your love of things. So, wow, we really didn't think this through. Okay. Um, but uh, let's talk. Let's talk conventions. Let's talk, uh, you know, the, the big ones, you know, Comic-Con and Colossal-Con and Ohio-Con yeah. and, and yeah, Starcade and, There's even and smaller, things like that, you know? more regional ones. Um, but really, they all kind of center around the idea coming together in mass and just celebrating for a good yeah sometimes several days any number uh, any number of fandoms whether it be comic books wrestling i mean whatever have you I mean, trek con you know i mean they they've got a shitload of well and not only that but you look at it from this this perspective i mean realistically the con circuit itself is probably Outside of like big budget blockbusters, uh, which honestly are not guaranteed for people, um, I would say that it's probably the most lucrative market for entertainers to to really to really yes. use. And and actually, the entertainers and um, the people that are there to usually, whether it be a vendor, you know, small time, some kind of shop, you know, I mean, I've seen quite a few of them at different cons. Or whether it be, like you said, a celebrity of some sort doing autograph signing. It's actually because of those people that I'm going to say that, yeah, they're, they're both. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. They can be both at the same time. They are indeed a good amount of hero worship crammed into such a, a tiny space in a tiny time when all things are considered. And yet, they are the ultimate crash grab because, but it's, I mean, it's not because of the people putting on these events, usually. It's more so because of the people partaking in the event that it becomes a complete and total cash grab. Well, and I think... So it can be both. I think that, that most, um, most celebrities that are pretty frequent on the con circuit 
are arguably celebrities that they're 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 kind of past their their glory days, if you will. Um, and that's not to uh, yes, I know that we had Mark Hamill in here. I get that, but what I'm saying is like in the case of you know, for example, right now I can go across the street and Virgil, the the manservant of Ted DiBiase, is signing autographs right now, or right across the street. Cons are the only reason Virgil has a career. I was going to say, when is he not doing that when it's near, at least within about a mile and a half? He doesn't even have to be booked. He's just in the area. He just happens to be. He's sort of like, he's like Candyman. You know, you just say his name in a mirror three times. He just shows up. He almost never is booked. Which, I mean, that, and that really sucks because you never know which name is going to set him off. I mean, yeah, he was Virgil, but. You also have Vincent, and if you're a WCW fan, and and if you have Hulk Hogan, you refer to him as the N word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you're Hulk Hogan. Well, let's not go into the whole WrestleMania nine and, and Yoko's in a thing. That I've already covered it before you came on as part of the show, and yeah, let's let's not. Yeah, but uh, but that was one of the most cringeworthy promos I've ever seen. But here's my question. Here's my question. I know it's uh, I know I know it's 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 kind of a topic of debate. But who do you think gets the most out of it? Who do you think gets the most out of conventions? Is it is it the the celebrities themselves that are charging you know fifty sixty bucks for a picture and twenty five for an autograph, or is it the fans who get to have that minutia of a moment with the, their favorite celebrity? Or just a celebrity that they saw in a movie once and are perfectly fine getting his autograph because they're going to sell it on eBay in three months. I mean, (laughs) I would actually have to say that, see, I would think the fan, because yes, is he also giving, you know, probably when you look at it, at least monetarily, more than anybody and yeah, the the celebs will reap the whirlwind on that. Yeah. But, so you know, I mean, a fifty, a fi- like most of these cons that I've been to, no matter what uh, fandom you're talking about, ask you to pay for an autograph or a picture is somewhere between, unless you're someone like uh, Shatner or, and there's quite a few others that I could name that you see how much they sign autographs for at these cons and go, what in the absolute hell? Who would do that? Who would pay that much? But people do. But even if it's E75 bucks, and before the trip is done, depending on where he's got a layover on his way back home, that 50 or 60 bucks, at least some of it, Probably be gone by the time he walks back into his house or his apartment. I mean, f- fair, but like my whole thing is okay. So, is it about meeting the celebrities, or is it about the camaraderie of associating with people who have similar interests? Well, to the you? meeting, the meeting of celebrities and things of that nature. I believe that's why I say we get the fans get the most out of it is because those memories last damn near forever at least if you which I mean, it will still stay with you for a long damn time 
uh, if you have a bad experience, but as long as you don't catch somebody on a really shitty day, usually the experience, at least in my experiences, has been so positive that I can remember ones from my very first Comic-Con. And that was... Okay. Damn near. Why don't you share your favorite... Yeah, why don't you share your favorite con memory since we're literally doing a live show about cons? All right, my favorite con memories. Well, I would have to say the time that I actually volunteered. Um, it was just a easy way to be around a con. I didn't have much downtime, but I volunteered for three days at a Wizard World, if you know that company. They're one of their entertainment... Was it a Make-A-Wish or... No, no. It was just... I literally saw that they were looking for people to hand out things and things, you know, stuff like that when people come right through the damn door. And I wanted to go, but didn't really have the spending cash. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so I said, well, shit. So you're just like, I'll just whore myself out for work. So I can meet Big Fancy Man. Well, actually, I didn't think that, but it ended up being kind of nice because my first day there, I didn't have a damn clue what the hell I was doing or where I was going. I walk into the same expo that hall that they had uh, the con there before the year before that I went as a fan, but I didn't know after that, after getting into the building... I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. So I'm sitting there in the lobby as I'm trying to figure out where my meeting space is with the other volunteers and can we kind of get our marching orders, so to speak. And I'm sitting there right next to a very tall, lanky man and he's holding like a satchel purse kind of thing. And he's just looking around, same as I am. I turn to go one way as I kind of finally see a right through, you know, the sea of people, I was able to finally see where I was supposed to go, which I'm fucking low to the ground, so that was hard to do. But as I turned to go one way, he turns to go the other way, and I damn near collide, and it's not until he says, oh, sorry, that I damn near shit myself because I saw, I actually saw the character as he spoke. It was Kevin Conroy. Yeah. One and... Should be only voice of any animated Batman. See, that's a that's a that's a weird sentiment for what me. Be, well, the fact that that he should be the only animated. I said in my Batman opinion, voice because I feel like I feel like I just feel like it. It, it depends on the yeah, Batman, I guess, I you know. Guess. But that's that's really one of my first uh, or earliest memories of a, a good experience at a con. You want me to keep going? I mean, we can we can pepper them in as we go on. I just figured you uh, wanted to, you know, put the big one. Oh up yeah, front, yeah, you know, yeah. Keep get get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the time I got a hug from Roddy Piper, which really doesn't sound as endearing as it sounds more creepy. It sounds like a Me Too situation. Yeah. No, no. It was, it was, I'm oh. just kidding. I'm kidding. Stop your booing. Shut the fuck up. I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen, we love Roddy Piper, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I was in line for what seemed like forever. And as I get up, and he, I'm just expecting, because every other time I've been there as, fan, as a fan, it was another Wizard World Expo. 
But every time I'd been there as a fan, uh, any line, doesn't matter who it was, by the time I got to my spot in line where I could actually get the autograph, they were so tired of people that it's just like, they really just wanted to keep their head down, sign, pass it off, and go, all right, next. But um, I'm just about to pick, you know, point out the picture that I want him to sign. He goes, ah, hold on, hold on, hold on. He got me behind the, I think he said something like the, the bullpen or whatever the fuck. I don't, I don't remember the exact line, but as he's saying that, he gets up from his chair, his chair, pulls himself away from the table, this long table that he's at. I'm like, what the fuck's he doing? And in my confusion, I'm just watching him go around the table and I'm like, what, wait, what, what's happening? Okay. Um, awesome. And then it wasn't until after that I realized that uh, that's when it became kind of a, well, maybe, oh, maybe not me too. Uh, one of my few times that I've been at a wrestling expo or at a con because a wrestler was there that um, it ended, um, ended with them not basically giving me the get the fuck out of here vibe <laughs> or um, just barely missing them. I'm still mad that I missed uh, Jake the Snake and Kevin Sullivan at one that was, yeah, I was a little pissed about that. And then COVID hit. <laughs> there was just no cons to be fan. Except for this one. I don't know how that, I don't know how that came about. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, let's move on. Because I think you made the entire venue uncomfortable by that statement. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, talk about fans, fans, hi fans. Good, good to see you guys. Uh, fans of comics, fans of movies, fans of everything. Uh, so one thing I see here, I see a lot of cosplayers in the audience here. You see that guy that's uh, dressed up in the back is Bib Fortuna. Fat Bib Fortuna. Oh, oh wait, no, he's yeah, just, okay. never mind. You're one to fucking talk, man. Never mind. That, that that was anyway uh the main thing okay. the best part the best part here i think is uh is the gentleman who's here he's dressed as red sun superman which is fucking awesome right red sun amazing comic book arc really thought the animated movie was done pretty well and holy shit he's he's got he's got crypto the super yeah. dog with him do you see that shit uh hey hey That's can i come down and pet him can I come come down and pet him if you don't mind? Yeah, I mean if you want. All right, I'm I'm gonna come down. I'm gonna bring the mic. I'm gonna bring maybe, the mic. Maybe don't get too close to him. He's kind of. All right. So uh, for those of you that are listening to the uh, the audio only of this and uh, not here, Ser- I'm walking towards the dog maybe right now. Come in, like super slow. He's hey, come here, come here, little. Oh, <coughs> oh shit! I told you. All right, uh, sir. If you could please take the dog outside, that'd be greatly appreciated. Can't have any barking dogs on the recording. You came in too fast, bro. Like you, I mean, I can take him outside, but. All right, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. We're just gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So that uh, that concludes the crowd work so. for this evening, I guess. <laughs> but uh, panic. It crept up my spine like the first rising vibes of an acid frenzy. All these horrible realities began to dawn on me. There I was, alone amongst a sea of geeks, 
completely twisted on stage fright with a drunken co-host. No cash, no special guest for the podcast. And on top of everything else, a gigantic goddamn cosplaying dog tried to bite my hand off. Goddamn animal. How would Kevin Smith handle the situation? Stay calm. Stay calm. So, uh, so yeah, basically, like, convention, sorry, I, I, I'm sorry that we, are we dealing with, what the, do you fucking hear that? Hey, can we, can we talk, I'm hearing like this buzzing, I don't know if it's in the monitors or something, but it's really fucking distracting. It's getting louder. All right, all right, okay, so can we just, can we pause for a second? Can we just like try and get that fucking fuzz out of the monitor please give me just a just second really I'm gonna fix right up for you Hold and on. we're really trying to like Let you know get this thing going you know, it's, just, it's already kind of off the rails but yeah yeah just give me a second let me tweak the all right wires. so um while we while he gets that fixed i will be right back i'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick so uh just uh entertain these fuckers while i'm gone i guess <laughs> sure to leave me to do it uh anyway uh, i guess uh just you and me now, you guys and me now. Uh, want me to share another con memory, maybe? I guess. I got plenty of them. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, you know, what? I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, there, there was a time that I uh, met Peter Chris. That was that was great. I act, That was actually, in, again, when I was volunteering at the con. I... That was when I was actually uh, volunteering at the con, and they said I could take one lunch break. Lunch break? What the hell? Okay, anyway. And um, I was just lucky enough to be able to finish, see a very short line in his case, uh, just for all the. For about that. Luckily, maybe 10 minutes to last. All right, and we are back. All right, what did I miss? I was just trying to tell him about the time that uh, I actually met Peter Chris. Uh, like I said, I was telling them I was. It was when I was volunteering again at that same con. I was lucky enough to see him basically have a lull in any sort of line, and uh, yeah, I mean, really, that it was a story that has absolutely no fucking moral to it. But uh, how how are you? How how did everything uh, work out there, there, buddy? Yeah, you know it's fine. I mean, it, was, it, we, it seems like we got this buzzing thing taken care of, so that's pretty awesome. You I know. was beginning to. Th- uh, how how's every oh. how's everybody doing? Are you guys having a good time? Yeah. All right, we got we got three people. We got three people that did, did like a yeah or a woo. Three of us. Appreciate you. Has anybody ever actually listened to the Fickle Fanboys? Yeah. None of you. Okay. Sure. No wonder they're here. Yeah, I guess. I, you know. Are you guys just... Were you guys just here to see Mickey Quesadilla? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. You just decided to hang out after. Yeah. 
All right, that's cool. Are you related I mean, I guess, to him? Yeah. I, mean, I caught him part of his act. Man. What? You're here by choice? Yeah, well, I, you know, we got to give a little bit of props to Mickey Quesadilla because he did tell me about this venue. Mickey Quesadilla has been featured on our show before, so... Yeah. You know, we got to give him somewhat props. I, I kid in, you know, in jest, you know. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, we're 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 reaching we're reaching. Let's uh let's, I'd say we, we should uh we should try and reach a foregone conclusion about these these uh these cons here. Um, I say that cons are a detriment to pop culture. Why? I get it. Uh, I think that pop culture is uh basically just a bunch of vultures uh, that try and steal money from fans all the time and most of the time um, I think that cons are ways for people who have more money than I will ever see in my life and you will ever see in your life uh, to bilk more money after they've already been paid to be at the fucking con than to get additional money from fucking autographs or pictures or whatever. It's like, dude, you're like, it's how much is too much? How much is not enough? You know what I mean? I suppose I, again, I'm taking the, the stance that frankly, yes, it is hero worship at its finest. And yes, a lot of these, you know, uh, well, you said it best as far as the, predatory nature of some of these companies and uh, Reverend Jess's segment was brought to you today by Entertainment Earth and the Wizard World Expos <laughs> but it, you know it's um, I'm going to take the stance that it can be and almost always is a cash grab but that's not always the fault of the person putting on the con it just kind of steamrolls when you get, again, you know, someone like <coughs> Stan, well, Stan Lee when he was alive, William Shatner. The list goes on for these celebrities that are well past their expiration date of any sort of rele- relevancy. And they say, you know what? Even I know I'm famous. I'm going to go ahead and build these bastards for all I Oh, it's fucking work. I just, I guess my thought process is I, I consistently go back to Galaxy Quest. Yeah. As, as like the perfect representation of how actors feel about people that go to cons and a perfect representation of how fans act at cons, you know? Remember Alan Rickman as he signed in the autographs? Yeah. That was pretty much that embodied my experience with someone who, as far as cons go, is usually, within that fan base, very well known to be one of the kindest people on the face of the earth. Mick Foley. <laughs> Mick Foley was a prick? And not a prick. He just seemed like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know who he interacted with before I got to him. Or what, but um, he was, he just kind of gave off a, I'm so fucking bored with all of this vibe. And I, I was like, I, you know, I tried to make small talk and he was like, yeah, uh, uh, 
Bye. I'm like, okay, you seem to be bored as hell. I come over, try to at least give you something. And you basically make me feel like, go away, kid, you're bothering me. Uh, Do you think maybe he just was not having a nice day? You know, I... Oh, boo you. Boo you. (sighs) But, um, it's... Again, it isn't always the fault of the, I guess you could say the promoter, but it's because you have upwards of fucking 25 to sometimes 50 to 75 people of varying celebrity, whether it be a comic book animator and writer or fucking voiceover artist, uh, again, an aged wrestler. Or, you know, at one point, Edward James Olmos. Um, It really depends on the person there charging for the autograph as to how badly the cash grab part really enters into it. That's, that right there is uh, my stance. (laughs) You gave yours, and I'll give mine. It's both, motherfucker. (laughs) Which really... When you take that stance, doesn't really leave up much debate. <laughs> Definitely fair. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you do you think that it? What do you do? You agree with our standpoint? Do you think? Yeah. Woo! yeah. 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 All right. It seems like we got we got at least ten people behind us. Few people understand the psychology of dealing with a crowd of nerds. A normal performer will continue as usual and immediately perform his show normally. This is wrong. It arouses contempt in the audience's heart. Make the bastards hate you. They will follow. But they won't know what to make of your final conclusion that says that you are right, but so are they. This is to let them know that their opinions matter, despite you knowing that they don't. It will take them a moment to realize they're about to make a 180-degree turn of their opinion of you, but you will be ready for it. Brace for the G's and fast heel-toe work. And then turn the microphone on the bastards themselves. All right. Either way, uh, okay. So I think that uh, I think that uh, brings the conversation to kind of a close. But um, the good news is, for you folks, um, we do have uh, another thing planned for this little episode. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we're going to be using this as our season finale um, because it's been a very long season. I'm pretty sure this is episode seven. So yeah, yeah. I we're really going more for uh, obviously because we're here. It should be obvious we're going for quality rather than quantity. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the guy in the eyes of quality, and uh, because both RPM and I are very, 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 very detail oriented with how we like the show to be structured. We've decided to relinquish all control and uh, give the mic to you guys for a little bit. Uh, we're going to be doing a little Q and A. So, uh, Wait, you know, when, we, when did we, we decide noticed, this, and how drunk was I? When did we decide? To uh, do it was about it was about hour fifteen of the drive, so it was pretty late into it. Oh, that explains it. All right, that's why. I, that's why I decided to go along with this. But if, uh, if, yeah, if, if, if we could, uh, you know, your host, uh, uh, the host of the evening, the MC, should be bringing a mic out, an extra mic out, 
Uh, and he's going to set it up in the center of the floor yeah, there. It's right over here. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe a little bit closer to the stage so we can actually see who's asking, asking right the question. That'd be cool. How about here? Okay, dude, you're putting it by the bar. Like, that's not a good idea. Like, people at the bar don't give a shit about okay, this. I'm sorry. Can you please just bring it to the yeah, front of the sure, stage, please? You sure they don't Thank give you. a shit about this? I, mean, I think that uh, you probably sent a few of these guys to the All bar. All right, I'll set up now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of bar, do you need a drink? <laughs> Always. All right, all right. So we're gonna need we're gonna need two of the of the Sarlacc shot glasses. Coming right up. Two of them. Okay. We need two. Got you covered. Actually, I want one too. Uh, can we get three? Coming up. I thought you said you were getting one too. All right, that'll be eight fifty. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, Woo! I'm yeah, so drunk. yeah. So I, you, you, they didn't give us drink tickets or anything. Yeah, it's eight fifty. All right. Do you have any money? <laughs> um, I think it's uh, back in the Winnebago. Yeah, drink tickets are only for actual performance. All right, let's cancel those drinks. Can I get a water? A water. One water coming up. Just, just. Yeah, just, just a water. Just, you yeah, want? Just one? pour it in my hand. Go ahead. Just drink it. Yeah. All right, all right. Thank you, thank you. All right, so uh, like I said, yeah, we, we got uh, we got uh, you know Q and A situation set up, and uh, it looks like this gentleman here is going to be asking the first question, uh, sir. What is your name? What is your name? You are breaking the fickle fanboys Q and A cherry. So Be make gentle. sure that it's a it's a good question. Yeah, tell us uh, tell us what your name is. My name is Jeff. All right, wonderful. Uh, so so uh, Jeff. Good to, good to talk to you. Uh, and you are here. Uh, you are cosplaying as nothing. It doesn't look like you're cosplaying anything. Nope. I ain't got the slightest clue what cosplaying is. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful, it's sir. All right. So uh, what is your question? The first question of the first official Fickle Fanboys Q&A live. Yeah, Please to meet you there, fellas. Uh, my oh, okay. question is... What kind of lure should I use uh, for Alaskan fly fishing? Right. I've always uh, been a bit fond of using herring, red, red herring to be exact. Yeah, um, and uh, I feel like if uh, if you're trying to do some fly fishing, uh, you know, if you just do a little, like take a little angel dust and just put it on the bait, you'll just catch a shit ton of fish. But, but. Oh, that 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 works no matter what you're. Using. But I don't I don't know if if uh, maybe they didn't hear maybe he wasn't here when when we made that announcement I don't know how he wouldn't be because we did it right after it happened but we are not the fishing fanboys that's not who we are yeah no. that's not us but uh, but we're more than happy to answer your question I just we're not experts or anything like that okay okay so uh, moving on moving on uh, hopefully we can actually get a question that's actually related to what we're what we're talking about and things like that or maybe maybe even you know maybe some fans walked in it looks like there's a little couple, couple more people here maybe they actually know who they yeah. are do, do you guys uh you, you ever heard of the Fickle fanboy podcast we got one we got one holy shit <laughs> damn we got right. one what is your name sir what is your I, I you got you got a mask on i don't i don't think i know you yeah, hello, my name's James. I'm big fan of Fickle Fanboy. Yeah, I I came all the way here to see the show. Okay, James, James. All right, tell us about yourself. You got an accent. Where, I'm from where are you a tiny from? village in Austria. Austria. Okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. Wait, wait a minute. What's oh, your man. last name, James? 
my last name is Hitler. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, James, uh, we don't know him. No, no. no. We, we do, I, I can't believe that he actually exists. I thought I was making a fucking joke. I thought you were pulling my leg. I can't fucking believe it. All right. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, we're just not, we're gonna we're gonna skip that question. All right, sir. What is what is your what is what is your what is your name and uh, what is your question? My name is Bob. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, all right, all right, Bob. Bob, what is your question? Yes, my question is for the priest. What religion are you a reverend in, and can you perform an exorcism? Okay. So, um, not a priest. Uh, Reverend Jess is because I'm an ordained minister. Uh, I did it as a joke one year for Christmas because I thought it was funny. Uh, I guess as far as a religion. Yeah, you know. uh, And uh, I could probably perform an exorcism. It's not that hard, right? You just get pea soup vomited at you and then you just scream to the power of Christ compels you, right? Like, it's not that hard. But uh, as far as what religion, what religion I'm a reverend in, uh, it's... A lot like Scientology, but it's mainly just doing DMT with homeless people. All right, next question. Um, yeah, my question is for the guy in the wheelchair. Why is your wheelchair made to look like the Millennium Falcon? And what does RBF stand for? Okay, the RBF stands for rarely being funny. Uh, 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 I think he was talking to me. Okay. Um, okay. But all right, go ahead. First of all, uh, Millennium Falcon? Really? You you think so? Do, just do you? What, what about you? Do, do you do? You, were you getting Millennium Falcon from this? I mean, a little bit. I mean, it's got like the you know. It's, I mean, you've got the the one thing hanging off the side there. Kind of looks I mean, like the the cockpit. I, I have side. made some very special modifications on her myself. But I was actually going for Professor X's chair. I mean, fair. You know, I, I could see that. All right. Uh, so, moving before, on, before I think... Uh, he uh, asked what RBF stood for. It's RPM. Although, my nickname is RBFD. All right. Moving on. Moving on. We're not... We're not... You're not going to talk about your dick to the people. That's how we get me to um, All right. So... Moving on. Uh, I don't even give a shit about names anymore. What's the next question? Do you think that they should make, uh, reboot The Legend of Zelda and make Zelda a girl? I mean, I feel like we've had a lot of games where we play the same green, you know, green tunic wearing boy. Do I think that they should make Zelda a girl? I feel like we've had a lot of games that we play where... This is the same damn boy in a fucking green tunic. But do I think that they should make him a girl? Um, I mean, he was kind of girlish to begin with, so no. Seriously, how far are we willing to go as fans in the name of inclusion? Because really, that's all a choice like that would be. Four. Um, I mean, yes. Do we want inclusion and equality in movies, comics, and games, and just about every fucking fandom there is? Hell yes. But has Mario ever been a girl? Has 
has Joker. Well, I mean, oh. technically, you had Joker's daughter. Yeah, I just would say, well, technically, and and when he's gone missing for one reason or another, or when they're playing with the idea that he may be gone or dead, uh, Harley Quinn has been known to show up, basically having a nervous breakdown and acting just like him, or you know, taking over his mantle. Yeah. So I mean, there's that, but still, the point remains that. Sometimes such a change makes sense, but sometimes it just fucking doesn't. And that's really all I'll say. Besides, I always, like I said, thought he was a girl. All right. It's wonderful. Uh, great question. I feel like we got yeah, some really interesting points out of that. Let's, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to the next, uh, next, next person here. All right. Uh, we got uh, someone dressed up as a Ghostbuster. That's awesome. Yeah. Who's your favorite Ghostbuster, and uh, and why is it Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> uh, actual, actually, uh, I gotta admit, it's Harold. It's Harold Ramos. Woo! Uh, yeah. Woo! Yeah. 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 Okay. And, and but let me let me tell you why. It's because he played the role so well and with such conviction. That he eventually became a ghost himself. That takes commitment, people. Yeah, I can't get behind the Harold Ramis's like corpse joke. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait, I mean that was more of a reference to this last Ghostbuster movie than anything. Sure, we'll go with that. Oh wait, I see the misunderstanding. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so moving on, it looks like we have uh, someone dressed as uh, Raish Al Ghul. So, uh, Raish, what's your question? Good to be back up here, uh, fellas. Uh, my question is, uh, why does Batman groom boys to make them his sidekick? Okay, because I've been watching a lot of QAnon documentaries about the secret cabal of pedophilic billionaires. Do we think that Bruce Wayne is a pedophilic billionaire? Yes. No. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, uh, so as far as the as far as the whole QAnon thing goes, uh, listen, do I think that there's definitely billionaire, billionaires out there that are scumbag pedophiles? Absolutely. Do I think it's international cabal? Probably not. Uh, it's probably just a bunch of perverts that just have power and use it to abuse people. But uh, I- anyway, let's move on. Can we not talk about billionaire pedophiles on our show? That's, that'd be no, cool. but you just remind me, can someone get a pizza around here? The decision to flee came suddenly. Or maybe not. Maybe I had planned it all along, subconsciously waiting for the right moment. The questions were a factor, I think, because I had no interest in answering them. Our recording had been running somewhere between 56 to 58 minutes, almost an hour of no usable material. Incredible. How could it happen? But by the time I asked this question, there was no one around to answer it. The sobriety of that bastard co-host of mine, RPM, was gone. It must have sensed trouble. Moving on, okay, it looks like we have a Jared Leto Suicide Squad Joker about to ask another question. Wonderful. How's it going, party people? I am famous Nick Cage impersonator Brian Cage. So happy to be here. It is fantastic. Uh, 
My question is, why is Jared Leto Joker the best acted Joker? You Do you want to start off? Because <laughs> right now, they're just trying to piss me off, and I think i got to compose myself for a second and pick my words nicely. I mean, fair, I get it, but uh, I get where you're coming from. You know, it's like, oh, it's an edgy take, and, you, and you're probably very young. I don't see why anybody would like that Joker unless they were. I just, uh, I, yeah, he's, I just feel like it's a matter of opinion, uh, and your opinion is wrong, and you that should probably feel wrong. Yeah, you should feel bad, so. I'll be damned the one time me and you agree on something. Yeah, all right. So, uh, moving on. Fuck that person. Anyway. Yeah, next question. Uh, yeah. Uh, how are you? Uh, hello. Uh, Mike, my question here is... Uh, is more of a statement, uh, but it is a question at the end of it. I really hate the way that they made Iron Man die in Infinity War. Do you think it would have been better if he had just joined Thanos and became a bad guy? <sighs> Not even kind of. Not even kind of. He, no, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have. Captain America, maybe. But I would rather have seen Thanos drop trow. And give us all a big screen look at his, what I'm sure you'll probably call his special special little grimace. I think that's what uh, I think that's in the director's cut. I'm not entirely sure. Well, either way, I'd rather see that than him, Iron Man, that being uh, ever could all have right. even thought about joining fucking Thanos. Get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely fair. Definitely fair. That, All right. That Mo- pisses me off more than it probably should, but whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. I get you. I get you. All right. Next question. Uh, what do we got? All right. Uh, so okay, we have somebody. Uh, somebody cosplaying as, I don't know, some fifties reporter. Who are you supposed to be, sir? Jack Kirby. Okay, Jack Kirby. Okay, I appreciate. I could appreciate that. I could appreciate that. All right. So what's your question? Uh, yeah, my. My question is, do you think that Stanley was racist? Uh, no. Just no. I mean, he was no Murray Boltonoff. Who, you know who that is, right? Just editor and uh, uh, editor and writer who was, uh, I think he worked his DC from about eh, 1940-ish to around about the mid-late 80s. And who... Under under him, DC left out people of color in their whole entire universe until seventy six. All right, can we get a uh, can we, uh, ladies and gentlemen in the audience? Can we get a collective fuck Murray Bolton off? Ready? One, two, three. Fuck, fuck Murray Bolton off. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate him. that. Moving on. Next, next. Yes. Stanley, no, but I, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's just my opinion. No, he is not a. All right, uh, moving on. Let's uh, let's get another question. This this person is dressed as Jar Jar. All right, so uh, let's get this prepared. What what's your question? All right, serious question here. Do you think that Jar Jar is a Sith Lord? No. Not, not a Sith Lord. The yeah. Sith Lord. That's right. That's right. That's right. I think Jar Jar is secretly 
Agent Paul. Have you ever heard the tale of Darth Jar Jar? Alright, uh, moving on. Moving on. Alright, sir, uh, you're very clearly dressed as Batman. Yeah, uh, who do you think should be the lead role in Black Panther now that Chadwick Boseman has passed on? I gotta tell you, my vote is on Channing Tatum. You know, I really don't know. Um, I I know what I think they shouldn't do. And I'm glad that they kind of steered into uh, <laughs> steered into the accident rather than try to hit it head on um, with the unfortunate passing of Chadwick. But I'm just glad that they don't seem keen on just completely recasting him. Even though that's no matter what people on social media want to try and get trending. Um, my vote is for uh, maybe, what's his sister's name? Suri? Siri? <laughs> anyway, her? Something or, um, like that, I don't know. Oh, hell. One, the, the guy uh, who was actually the. I guess uh, the leader of the big early bastards who help him in the end, and you know, you know the guy I'm talking about, right? I'm kidding. We got a vegetarian. That dude. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think they would not only be good idea, you know, good uh, candidates to go ahead and slip on the cowl, but even if they didn't, focusing on them. Might not hurt the next at least step or two. Alright, definitely fair. Definitely fair. Alright, next question. Okay. We all know that the best Batman movie is Batman and Robin. Why do you think Tim Burton made his movie so dark when Batman is meant for children? Uh, I mean, uh, that's really a damn good question. Uh, what are, what are your thoughts on this, Jess? That's um. Uh, so, so I don't think that the best Batman movie is Batman and Robin, uh, because that movie I think is an objectively bad, poorly made commercial for you toys. I wasn't even gonna comment. I didn't think that was even worth commenting on. I completely ignored that part of the question. The hell, ain't... yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, I think uh, I think Tim Burton made his movies so dark specifically because Batman, uh, the basis of his character, uh, one of the basis of his character is using fear as an element to scare the criminals, basically. Uh, and I'm sorry, but Adam West Batman, uh, rest in peace, obviously. Mm to Adam West, uh, never, he never came across as like an intimidating crime fighter. He always came across as like how Hulk Hogan was in the eighties where it was, you know, take your vitamins, say your yeah. prayers, all that shit. I you can know? see that. So I think in order to really, yeah, I, I just think that to really hone in on the darkness and the, the fear element, uh, it made sense to go darker with the movie. But at the same time, Tim Burton's movies were more villain-focused than Batman-focused in the first fucking yeah, place. So. Definitely. Um, for me, there's very little that 
can get much better than both Batman 89 or, or Dark Knight. Those those two will forever hold special places within my heart. If there's is, is that somebody still in there? So what you're saying what you're saying is that uh Batman 89 that film is your number one a film. I don't know, but number one, it's, that'd be hard to really commit to, but it's, I would say it is right up there and possibly, it really depends, when it comes to those two, if I'm in the mood for Batman, it really just depends on the rest of my day and if I want a slightly over-the-top campy Batman, and maybe not so much campy, but you know, just over-the-top altogether. Or do I want a uh, more psychological Batman. And, uh, you know, really just depends on the, fair point. the day and the way the wind blows. Yep, exactly. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, we have another one that's not even bothering the cosplay. So what's your question, sir? Yeah, my questions aren't really related to uh, the show that's uh, happening here. Uh, my question is, is that your Winnebago outside? We do have one out there. Okay, because it's getting towed. How can you tell the difference? There's so many of them out there. Just That that doesn't look like ours, does it? I don't know. I, can't, I mean, it, it, might, it might be, but I don't think it is. It's probably not. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I, I'm sure it's fine. I don't think, I I don't think, think we double parked, did we? How long had we been here? It felt like years. Somewhere deep within my consciousness, I can remember someone yelling at me not to park there. But little did I know, by the time this would be over, that memory would be faded and gone. So we continued on, into the deep unknown, prepared what these bastards had in store for their final few questions. It might have been Edward Norton. Yeah. Alright, uh, so it looks like we're about to wrap this up, so yeah, um, I, I really would just want to go out on a really great question. So, uh, this young man here. Alright, sir, this is it. This is the last question of the evening. What? Uh, what uh, what's your question? Yo, what up, bro? Did you get anything from that latest Supreme drop? I mean, you are the fickle fuckboys after all. Um, well, uh, my question to you is, what the fuck is the Supreme? And who dropped it? Why did they drop it? You'll have to forgive our PM. Uh, and I'm, I apologize, sir, uh, once again. We're not the fickle fuck boys either, uh, but uh, Supreme is a clothing brand. RPM would know that if he wasn't a million fucking years old and having <laughs> Alzheimer's. Yeah, not another. You're really going in front of these nice people, the ones that are left anyway. You really yeah, going I just, with the I, old I, jokes? I, 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 it's it's a it's an old favorite. What can I say? You know? <laughs> And you, you spend all these weeks just messing with me and messing up and just, just, just I why mean, don't you really have another fucking drink, thin dude. ice. And then you drag me out here. You, then you drag me out here 
to the middle of fucking nowhere. Dude, you are not turning on me right now. We and are on fucking stage right now. You are not turning on me. Our vibrations were getting nasty, but why? Was there no communication on this stage? Had we deteriorated to the level of dumb beasts? One thing was for certain. This audience was not going to take me alive. My co-host better take care of me, or he was going to have me on his hands. We were at the final standoff, and I wasn't leaving this venue until I had made five new fans and gotten some usable material for the podcast dream. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, go on. What were you about to say? RPM is sold. What? What were you about to say? Where, where were you going with all that? Just fucking forget it. Forget it. Okay, listen up, you fucks. Okay, we drove through the goddamn desert to get here, and I swear to God, we're not fucking... If the, the fact that we only have one fucking fan in this fucking venue right now, and it's Jimmy Hitler of all fucking people, I'm sick of it. All right, and I swear to God, we are not leaving this fucking place until we get some actual questions from some real fucking fans, and nobody can stop us. Hey, hey, hey. Listen to him, folks. He might be serious and I want to get the fuck out of here. Seriously, you, you backwoods desert trash better start asking shit about our fucking show or I swear to God, I'm going to fucking go crazy. Ask me a question about the show. I put a lot of work in this fucking show. I put a lot of work in this goddamn live show and putting this shit together. So ask me a fucking question about the goddamn podcast. You definitely have put in the work. I know I have. Exactly. So I swear to God, nothing will take us out of this venue until you ask a question about the podcast. All right, folks, if you can't take your way to the nearest exit, we have had a bomb threat. Fucking bomb threat? That's right, folks. The real life bomb threat. We need to get the hell out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, this has been a Fat Lulz Radio production. Feel free to reach out at soundcloud.com slash fatlulzradio. We've been the Fickle Fanboys. We'll be seeing ya. Save me, save me. Hurt them, hurt them. Let's get the fuck out of here.